hey, world, fire up your engines, simulcasting live from the 420 studios and the GMM network. It's the first of the month, Bone Thugs Give Me Money, 100 days till kickoff. We're talking how detrimental fantasy football can get. Hey, let's go. I'm ready. Want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a month. Okay, let's go smoke that joint. You damn right. 420 Fantasy Hustler back at you. Hey, I am Bogart Scott Free trying to get my shit together. Ha, aren't we all? Aren't we all? Let's shout out the peeps in the chat. What up, Hess? What up, Hess? Ron in the building. What up, bro? What up, Ron? Ron Hess and Ron's high already. That's for damn sure. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Especially on the East Coast. Yeah, it better be. Oh, and Antonio yeah. in the building on Twitch. What up, bro? Hey, hey, Antonio. Birthday twin. All right. So uh, throw in the comments. What are you guys smoking on on this Tuesday morning? And uh, we got some funny things to talk about. Uh, we're just going to get into the first thing that we're talking about. We got a little video queued up here. Tommy Pham and Jock Peterson. I don't know if you guys heard this drama, but the fight that we heard about on the in the, the baseball game, like pregame during batting practice, we didn't really know what it was about. We just heard that there was a little scruffle right before the game. And come to find out, it was over some fantasy football shenanigans. This is some <laughs> shit that Tommy Pham was holding in for like months and months. But we this got is some shit. Here. This is some shit me and Ron would get into. <laughs> Damn straight. Here we go. Check this out. But somebody, a player on the <coughs> injured reserve, when they were listed as out, and added another player. And then Standard. there's a text message in the group saying that I was because I was stashing <laughs> players on my bench. And then, I don't know, I looked up the rules and sent a screenshot of the rules, how it says that when a player is ruled out, you're allowed to put him on the IR. And that's all I was doing. And then it just so happened that he had a player, Jeff Wilson, who was out. And he had him on the IR. And I said, you literally have the same thing on your team, on your bench. And then I guess he was in two leagues. And in one of them, he was on the IR. And one of them, he wasn't. So maybe that was a confusion. But on the ESPN league we were in, it, it was listed as out. ESPN so sucks. feels very yeah. similar to what I did. And that was basically... All of it. There's not much more to it. We didn't ever had any more contact. That only time we texted was in the in the group text, and yeah, it was over a year ago. Over a year ago. Yeah, it was uh, a surprise. But. Did he just come up to you and talk, or was there like an argument before he slept? No, there was no real argument. He came up and said, "I don't know. You remember from last year? I was like fantasy a snitch, football." Right? Yeah. You remember from last year? Wow! He's trying to play victim. He probably oh, was saying something that deserved to get slapped. Nothing. There was a decent amount of people around and didn't get emotional and don't think violence is the answer, I guess you could say. So I kind of left the situation and some other players were hey, out his there. his pride is so hurt. Like a, when bench is clear, but it was batting practice and there, there was nothing more to it. Like I said, it was a unfortunate situation for over a fantasy football league rule or wasn't a rule and so yeah you think he should be suspended 
Hey, he's lucky. He's a, and Ron said this was a year ago. What the fuck? This is not news. Bro, where have you been at, man? This, he like literally just like bitch slapped him in batting practice like a couple days ago. That's why we're talking about this. That's why this got brought up. Literally hadn't seen this motherfucker like uh, since whenever this drama happened. And the first time he saw him, he goes up and he cold clocks him. And then on mm-hmm. social media... Like um, when someone, he put it on there, he said that Jock said some shit that I didn't agree with, so I had to handle it. Hey, listen, man, there's levels to this. You know what I mean? It was whatever whatever he said, it, it warranted, it, 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 it going to the slap. If he would have said some other shit, you know what I mean? He might have hit him with a bat, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what this makes me think of? This makes me think of the Dave Chappelle show and Charlie Murphy and Rick James slapping the shit out of Charlie Murphy and, like, Charlie Murphy, like, getting so upset. Like, my, even when slapping a man was fashionable, back in the 1800s, he was like, there was a gunfight afterwards. Like, one of these motherfuckers <laughs> has to die. <laughs> I'll see you at dawn, sir. <laughs> and I'm that motherfucker that... I think it's 10 steps and draw. I go five and shoot him right in the net in the back of the neck. Fuck this motherfucker. Ha, Anthony said Will Smith set some shit off. <laughs> now people ain't scared to just go up and bitch slap a motherfucker. <laughs> it's a very good point. <coughs> man, yeah, man. Hey, listen, man. Next time, next time I'm in the motherfucking drive through and they fuck my shit up, slapping that motherfucker through the window. Oh, do you want any sauce? Uh, first of all, they say you want ketchup? No, nah, I want ranch. Then they get all upset. <laughs> oh, that's 25 cents. And you know what I'm slap the shit out. What I would do is I wouldn't say give me the sauces at the at the the what's it called? The intercom or whatever. I'd wait till I'd get up there. No, because that's what I do. Time, yeah, people most of the time people don't care, but everyone cares when it comes to you, man. Like they're trying to get your extra nickels and dimes out of you, bro. Mm-hmm. Hey, look at this, bro. My kids, they like eating the McDonald's, you know what I mean? And if, you know what I mean, every, every so often I might be eating some McDonald's. And I always get a Big Mac, and then I get extra Mac sauce on the side for my fries. And they get really upset. I, I have it down to a T. You got to ask for this shit fucking when you get to the window. Or they're going to charge you whatever the fuck they charge for that shit, you know what I mean? And they get all yeah. upset, too. Yeah, let me get a side of Mac sauce. They go, Cause they know oh, they you gotta, mean I gotta get out a little cup and put it in there? Give me my slap the shit out you. <laughs> Give me my goddamn sauces. Give me that goddamn sauce, motherfucker! You sauce Nazis. <laughs> and has said Will Smith brought back the man slap. I know, right? <laughs> Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Nobody said shit about him. Open hand bitch slap. Then did you see it on the interview? He was like, "Where where did he slap you?" And and Jock's like laughing because he like literally has to answer a question about where on his face. Yeah, he got slapped. Like, <laughs> like, in, in the cheek. It was right here in the cheek. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those. It was one of those throwback. You know, what I'm saying Victorian slaps when you take the glove off. <laughs> Actually, he might have even just slapped him with the glove, and he's just so embarrassed. That he'd rather tell people, oh, yeah, he's, he opened hand slapped me. Hey, it could have been, like, what if he had his batting gloves on? Like, he's wait, waiting for his turn to go hit a batting practice, has to take off one of those gloves. Hey, you know what? And then the slap was real warmed up by that point. You know what I mean? Because at uh, batting practice, he's real warmed up. You know what I mean? He takes that <laughs> glove off. Yeah! Clear the whole bench. And uh, it's, it's an in-house problem. Because they said it was, like, all the, at least who was on the benches and stuff or wherever everyone was at, they came right to the middle. That's like a baseball thing. Any punches fly, everyone's running to the middle. Nothing happened after that. 
But I think everyone was really confused. Like you said, like game hasn't even started yet. We're already fighting. And what's funny is he, he's so embarrassed when he's telling this. So, so everyone cleared the bench. He's like, well, no, well, it was batting practice. So whoever was there, like he's trying to make it like, no, everyone was out there. Like it wasn't a big deal. I didn't get slapped like a bitch. <laughs> He'll never live that down. You know what I mean? Okay. This is like kind of opposite and off topic, but like in, in, uh, in football, you can't do this shit. Earl Thomas, he, he knocked somebody out in practice. He was done. Yeah, well, that's the crazier thing. Actually, like, how much of a savage do you have to be to punch someone in a helmet with your fist? Like, and think you're going to do something. Shit. Hey, unless you got, like, precision accuracy between the face mask and the thing. And then Damn, that, that's close. <laughs> or go for the neck punch somehow. Get it underneath mm. the skin strap. But mm -hmm. get in a little... Getting one of those under those Undertaker cane joints, <laughs> or or the cap or the Captain Insano do a little poke right in the eye. And Insano shows no mercy. Oh, look at Antonio said, "How many times I got to say we don't play with IR spots?" <laughs> Here's the thing, I feel both sides because I'm in hella leagues, so I feel like I am Tommy in that sense. Where I'm hella leagues. Different leagues have different rules. First of all, don't never play ESPN. They're trash. They, they haven't even updated their shit because the season's been done. So when Jeff Wilson is ruled out, somebody's just cruising with him in their IR and they can go freebie somebody. But yeah. then I feel Jack on that sense where it's like, hey, this is the rules. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna play to my favor. Now I have to hold an extra cat. But then here's tonight just where I feel Tommy. Is because I'm in so many leagues that I'd be mistaken the, the, the leagues. Yeah, so yeah. I, I come through flashing right away. Like, the fuck, man? Cheating, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, you got Jeff Wilson too. And then I'm like, fuck, I really do, huh? <laughs> Shit. I thought it was another league. At least <laughs> I know. At least you've been around to see me flash on some fools too. Whether it's just trying to be funny or whether it is me being passionate about something. A lot of it has to do with IDP. Man, I just, I, I, it's it gets a little heated sometimes. I don't like it when people speak uncertainty. You know what I'm saying? Or like they generalize something without and make it like it's the know-all be-all without explaining shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, give, me some, give me some context. Yeah. That's what I want. Fuck, fuck your declarations. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I'm like, yo, make make me a believer. Because I this is what this is what I love about being me. Is that if somebody can sell me on something, I'll be like, yo, that motherfucker's right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But but most of the time they just make these declarations. I'm like, that motherfucker is wrong. <laughs> yep. And I'll be the same way and just talk mad shit because I fantasy football. We're gonna talk some shit about something. And you know what? Motherfuckers will kill for this shit. <laughs> hey, see, hey, let it be known. Let Jock be an example. Listen, you will get slapped. Don't get jocked out there. Don't get jocked. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. And then speaking of, of uh, fantasy football, it's something that in my circles I've been doing since I've been playing fantasy. Really, I'd say since 2015, because that's when I was already like full degenerate. And I, and I start counting the days away because I can't wait. We're never off. But today, the 100 days until kickoff, for, for now be, and, and, and forward, be known as the official kickoff of the redraft season. Hey, we're yeah. Oh yeah, it's getting close. One hundred days, one hundred moons. First kickoff, one hundred days from now to September eighth. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot of, we got a lot of action coming. Oh yeah, and yeah. I know you really haven't seen the league, but that's what this uh, kind of reminds me of is the league. So 
The one, whoever told you that you seem like Rafi, maybe it's just because of the beard. Other than that, you're crazy. But this guy, Rafi, he, he's off the rails. I mean, his, his best friend's name is Dirty Randy. Okay, porn director, <laughs> just for some context. And um, Yeah, Dirty Horny. <laughs> and uh, and it's Seth Rogen, who's actually Dirty uh, Dirty Randy. In there. <laughs> nice. And uh, so Rafi, he has to get out of uh, the main guy's leagues because it's like way too corny. He's, uh, he had to, he was like, yeah, your little eight-man league, it's just bullshit. He was like, I had to get over to this domination league. And he was like, what? And they were like, what's a domination league? Hey, hey hold like, on. Hey, I'll be right back. I got you, motherfucker. All right, Daddy Daycare calls. All right. I got to explain to Bogard what a domination league is when he comes back. <laughs> and Anthony and Uncle Buck said, I think I'm changing my name to Captain Insano. Oh, yeah. Give him the eye poke. Give him the eye poke. And oh man, no one's at my house, and I just have the door open. It's like janky in the background, like that. Yeah, and Antonio said, Do it, Anthony. Yeah, and I already got Bobby Boucher in there, so we're gonna be rivals right away. Yeah, Anthony said, Looks like you're shaking in your boots, Bogard. When he comes back, I'm gonna bring that, uh, I'm gonna bring that up for him. And Anthony said, I was looking at mine, and it doesn't match everyone else's characters. Yeah. Huh. And, and Ronald said, yeah, it's not just the beard. <laughs> what else would it be? Like, what el how else is Bogard, like, comparable to Rafi? Antonio said, don't forget about his girlfriend, Margaret. <laughs> was it the, was Margaret the watermelon? <laughs> don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> oh, man. It, it's almost time to start going down the, uh, the league rabbit hole every single year. Antonio, I think we've been talking about this for easily a year or two, and every year. We got to watch shit. Uh, got to watch the league and get ready for the season. And uh, he said he can't sit still, uh, goes off on rants, <laughs> threatens people. <laughs> yeah, and Antonio said, yep, the watermelon. <laughs> Don't look at me, Brian. Don't look at me. Oh, my gosh. <coughs> and the pocket dog, Rafi with the pocket dog. Yeah, the skin tone. Yeah, definitely some looks may go into it. Antonio said, does a lot of drugs like Rafi. What drugs does Rafi do, though? I know he, the, the, what's it called? The, the episode with the toilet seat cover where it was made out of blow. Shit, we know that he was doing blow in that one, but Taco was and a whole bunch of people were in that one. What else does Rafi really do on a regular basis? Yeah, and Anthony said, that's a big-ass bong you got there, Huss. Look at this. Look at that. Yeah, I hadn't, I haven't had this out in a long time, but uh, now that our house is a little bit bigger, we got bongs all over the place. I pulled this, uh, pulled this out. Illadelph, one of my, one of my favorite brands of uh, glass. And Ron said, yeah, I think the crack use is implied. <laughs> and Antonio said, I got to rewatch it. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I think for, for the silver screen breakdowns, I think we got to break down. I don't know if we're going to have time to break down like every single season of the league. But I feel like we got to break down like at least season one and two or something. Bogart hasn't even seen it. He's only seen a couple random episodes here and there. Yeah. And Ron said it was a good show. Sad when it ended. Super sad when it ended. They were running out of storylines, though, because last season it was getting a little too crazy. What's his name? Uh, Andre getting too cool. Like <laughs> that just never really lasts. And said uh, it was so good when it was still new because they were topical, with, typical with the real league. Yeah, that was dope. That was the that was probably the coolest thing 
it may have only been season one and two that were really like that because yeah like after that maybe they were just writing the episodes like in advance um like who is it like uh, trey parker and matt stone they're famous for doing like the six day like literally every six days they're writing an episode producing it and airing it and all that i'm sure that shit has to get hard for like regular like tv shows so that's why yeah literally like it almost didn't have much to do about football after uh, the general premise was football but yeah, it, it became uh, fantasy football became the subplot of that show. I'm about to show y'all who the real puff daddy is. And if you haven't already, smash that like button. <coughs> Go ahead and just get that out of the way right now so you don't forget. Whoo! All right, all right. And Bogart and his daddy daycare. Sure, he'll be back soon. And then I'll yeah, see what other stuff we got to talk about here. But man, that Jock Peterson shit was so funny. Like, just so ridiculous. <laughs> so ridiculous. Tommy Pham just wasn't having it. Don't be fucking around with my IR spots. So fucking funny. Yeah, what Anthony say here? Rolling up some bubblegum gelato. I like it. I like it. May just smoke one of these joints. Yeah, we'll, we'll save that. I got so many flavors right now. I don't know which one that I want to pack, but uh, I'm going with this. Go with this from uh, Cali Select. Whoo! Thirty-four point six percent THC. Let's get it. And Ron said, "Ha! Players are still kids." <laughs> yep. <laughs> and Anthony said, uh, "Watch any new movies?" So I haven't watched any new movies recently but we did just record another episode of the silver screen breakdown we just recorded it last night so it should be out in in a couple days here we break we broke down blood in blood out not those locos forever uh carnalito that's how much that movie that's how much that movie like just transforms you to east la it's like you almost you got to start talking like that you got to start spitting the isms hey that shit was uh it's crazy because fucking this part of american history you think about it yeah yeah i mean modern day american history is gangs even that motherfucking gangs in new york the five borough the original five boroughs it was all gangs that that ran that shit and even the fire the firemen were like the different fire brigades yeah like they would go at it They, they were like gangs yeah shit you can i don't know how accurate gangs of new york actually is but that's how it was back in the day like uh, just you got a battle that you're going to certain day certain time and there's gonna be bloodshed left and bodies on the floor that's just gang that's gang wars that nobody in this day and age is they don't want to fuck with that man they were fighting for way more than pride back then you were fighting for your goddamn what's crazy too is like nowadays you're fighting forensics unless you're the cartel because they don't give a fuck you know what i mean and if they want to murk somebody out they're gonna send somebody they don't give a fuck they'll let you know it was them and anthony said they dismissed whatever uh charges jerry judy had there you go his his baby mama i don't know if that's his girlfriend said the mother of his kid was saying right off the bat that she wants the charges dropped and shit like that and they even said that day when he got he got booked but he didn't get he didn't stay in jail you know and released you know what i bet you she's just a classic crazy bm getting off in his ear because he's probably in another bitch and she knows it you know what i mean and then she starts getting up getting the physical and then he like he fucking throws something she just it's on she calls it calls the cops or whatever he's already gone 
So this is probably her putting 10 on the two when she made the call. Remember he remember it was reported that he turned himself in. He had to like go and turn himself in or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Yeah. And then they immediately released him. But see, and here's the thing, because he probably told the bitch, he said, hey, you ready to go back to Hamburger Helper, bitch? You, know, you, be you better enjoy that filet mignon, because it's gone. You fucked up all the bag. And she's like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, especially what is he's going into his third year. So, man, this is like this year and next year. He's got to get What's my man's name? Ruben Foster. She trying to Ruben Foster him, bro. Remember Ruben Foster? He was like he was like one of the uh, D-line or linebacker for the yeah. Match. Yeah, but he was like he, he was a total bust. Like in, 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 in hindsight, as far as like by definition, you know what I mean because he's, he's right. a bad boy. Wasn't he a you second know? rounder? No, he was a first rounder. Because remember, oh, we, shit. We, we had we bamboozle the Bears, which I still think is like karma than the motherfucker, because like we're still paying, we still ain't won yet since then. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we might have cursed ourselves there, and then we get that extra. We had the extra first, you know what I'm saying? In the back of the. Uh, in the back of the first round. I think we might even trade it up from the second to get back in the first now I think about it. Either way, both those motherfuckers, even Solomon Thomas ain't with us no more. Yeah. 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 She I don't it was a domestic violence thing. And yeah, then this was before the league. Yeah, it was before the league was like innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. And so he got cut his ass. Yeah, right away. Save and, face. And how long was it later? Three weeks later, where it came out that she was lying and shit. Here's the thing. Is Doug, shout out to the first black QB to ever win the thing, Doug Williams. Is that his name? I think so. Sounds yeah. So this is what three. This is 2018 or 2019, one of them years. And but Doug Williams was like the head of scout, whatever the fuck, for the Redskins at the the then Redskins. And so like a couple days after we just outright cut him, they picked them up and signed them. You know what I mean? And and then Doug, they got hella shit, hella bad press. Doug Williams goes. He, he literally said this. He goes, man, there's so many people I've done so much more worse. <laughs> like, he says that doesn't help. It's like justifying a, alleged, you know what I'm saying, at, at the time. I mean, like, a few, year, few years after the Ray Rice shit and all that. Yeah. And, the movie and like, but but poor Ruben Foster, it was the bitch. Was, and she, she lied on him. And she was a habitual liar. This was like, like the third time there was like some type of dispute but no charges were ever filed you know what i mean and then right. the same thing no charges were filed i think yeah. he had a crazy white one maybe if I, if I remember correctly it was one of them crazy white ones Rush probably didn't want to let him go it's like they're following him since college he's like i can't get rid of it bro <laughs> and has he said is 10 joints enough for 18 holes i don't know is the guy is i think the 18 i think 18 the, would be good yeah because like sure. If the people that you're playing with aren't that good and they take a couple extra holes, you may just want to light up while you're waiting for other mm -hmm. people. Just if you're in the foursome, if you got four people out there, yeah. like it usually is. And I definitely, I'd say 18. I mean, that just plays it 100% safe. Mm -hmm. Like there's, there's no room for error. Hey, when I went, we were talking about this earlier. You're wearing that shirt when we were in Disneyland. I came to Disneyland 40 pre rolls. <laughs> just gotta be prepared. Granted, they took my shit, but <laughs> but the moral of the story is that gotta be prepared. <laughs> Got to stay in place on earth, and I'm meeting Hus. I was meeting Hus for the first time. At 20 of them, I was just gonna gift them, and then the, you know, just here, boom, so this, some, this, some, some fire ass fire shit. And then here's here's the other 20. We'll pull on it. You know what I mean? They weren't having it. Nah. <laughs> if only there was a day where, because I know when I was younger, I don't really remember why, 
But I, I remember like my aunt used to get, I don't know, just crazy random tickets to a lot of things. And I remember like we, we went to Disneyland a couple times where it was like after the park already closed. Like it closed early and it was like some kind of event at night. I don't know who the fuck it was for, but it may have been military, a company, like who knows. They but do that all the time, yeah. Yeah, doing like the grad night or whatever. Like yep. obviously th those tickets weren't for grad night, but some shit like that was the best time to go. Like we really need like someone in the 420 community to rent out Disneyland, mm -hmm. you know, somehow. Of course they're going to sell tickets, but just literally like a 420 like mushroom Disneyland experience. Like that's how I always experienced it. You know what I mean? So but like literally being able to walk around and puff, like li literally wherever you want. Like that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I like that. You know what we used to do is like, we would go like all the homies and all the kids. This is when I only had one kid and we were, we're out there hella deep many moons ago. And, and we're still young as fuck. Cause we're all, young, we're all in our early twenties. We got hella, uh, we're like mid twenties. We got hella kids. You know what I'm saying? And we're, so we're tearing down Disneyland and then, but the California was where you can get turned. Oh yeah. Cause they actually had they, alcohol and shit. Yeah. They had the bar. They had a bar there on the dot. And it was one of those deals where you can't, you couldn't get shots. So if you order like Patron, it's like a, it's a cup and they have to put an ice cube in it. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah. We're shooting these motherfuckers. And like, it was just, yeah, great times. And it, they had smoking sections. So we we're just burning a hell of people were. And yeah. that was like how they promoted, mind you, this is like 2011, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And like, that's how California was promoted. Like it was like for the adults. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was the cooler side of it where you could be a young parent or you could even go without your kids and get turned. Or if, or if you didn't even have any kids. And I don't even think they have Marvel yet. Because as soon as they bought Marvel, they're like, all right, we're turning California to Marvel shit. You know right. Yeah. And then on that side, that's where they got the Tower of Terror. And they just... I, I, how did you feel about that? I didn't like how they more they kept changing... They changed it up like to that, that Guardian shit. So it's crazy. I've literally only been to California Adventures like one time and we were oh, there okay. like a super, super short time. Every time we'd go, I guess it's different. It's different for you because you're going to come down. You're going to spend five, six hours like a more than that driving. You got to make it like a couple day thing. Every yeah. time I would go to Disneyland, at least within these last since Noble was born, it was always like on a whim. And let's just do this shit today. <laughs> and yeah. uh, it was always just, just driving. I mean, like when, I, when we went, like I think... Yeah. You, you didn't plan to go. It went until like maybe a week before I was going. I was just chopping up. I'm like, hey, bro, let's go. We were like, it was like the week we're just, we're all, we're collecting from different fantasy winnings. You know what I mean? Yep. And it was just like, oh, man, we got all this extra loot, bro. Just go, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. see, and that was our first day there. And so we were very uh, inefficient. Like, you know, it's just the failure to launch. I'm moving with hell kids and getting, taking the bus. And they're doing the thing like, and it was like the next day, it was like, oh, we're not taking that little fucking free, whatever that, you know, that where you find a parking structure and they take the bus shit. Oh, we're not doing that. And you worded me up too. You're like, bro, you're supposed to go to the Disney joint. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then we figured, oh shit, on the app, you can see where it's filling up. So it was like the next day, we we're just super efficient. You know what I mean? They yeah. get, getting all the fucking, we, we bought that joint where like you can so schedule. Like the fast pass thing or whatever. Yeah. Cause now they don't have the fast pass. Now it's on the app. Yeah. You, you gotta you buy just, it. Yeah, you gotta buy it. So it'd be like, and, and for what it's worth, it went bad because like time is money. And instead of waiting like a fucking hour or two hours, which I'll never do, it's okay. I'll just pay 10 bucks for each kid. You know what I mean? And it included myself adults, like whatever, fucking 20 bucks, whatever the fuck it was. And then my girls, oh, we could just pay X, X amount and we got it all day. I'm like, oh, okay, we're do that. <laughs> so it was yeah. like the third day was just super efficient. We just not, we did everything. Yeah. And, and, 
<laughs> Anthony says, I do that anyways, just got to keep it on the low. So you can't smoke in oh, Disney. Oh, is that Uncle Buck? Yeah. Yeah, what up, Uncle Buck? I didn't know he was, what's he in the league? Han Hansel? Hansel? Harley Hayes? Hey, hold on. Now, I'm glad Uncle Buck's here. Hey, Uncle Buck was turned or something because he must have, he, I left my offer up there. That he makes a pick and he's probably, I don't like this pick. Let's take that offer. Uh, if not, my version is better. <laughs> so, uh, a couple years ago, they stopped uh, allowing just any kind of smoke, like cigarettes. Yeah. You know, there used to be, I called it Smoker's Island. There's like three little areas where you mm -hmm. could smoke. By the water. Always bringing the vape. I would always have the vape when I was going there. This time I had the Amura. So I was good with that. They didn't find my stash like they found Bogards on the way in. And I'm wearing and a fucking Cheech and Chong shirt. And uh, the guy, the guy, like the security guard that I'm like walking through when they're like checking all our bags and shit like that. He starts like telling me a Cheech and Chong story. Like it was fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. Then he, he asked you, you know what, where his name Cheech came from or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he looked like a His uncle said he looked like a Cheech and Chong. What am I wearing? There we go. Harley Mays. There we go. Yeah. Harley Mays. Yeah. Shout out. Their bones a lot. Yeah. It's not a wake and bake. I know that I think about it. I botched the, the intro. I was supposed to say, wake and bake. I don't think I even said wake and bake one time. <laughs> and yeah, Ron said vape is smellless. Yeah. But you can see that shit, though. Like, you can see is, that smoke. Is smellless a word? I don't know. But we'll give it to him. <laughs> and Anthony said, yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. Because you know what? Here, here's what I say is that, you know what I'm saying? I like the pick. I wouldn't have paid that for that pick. I was going elsewhere. I, I was so overzealous with my guy. Who I just picked, uh, Javon Holland. I was willing to jump up and get him. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. But also, the offer was trash. Was, you know what I'm saying? It was designed for him to counter offer me somewhere halfway because I wanted to. I was trying to get away with having getting his 16, keeping my 16, and my swing around 17. Then I'd give him a consecutive 18 and 19. Then I'd take his 20, and I have a hole in 20. So that's just kind of how me just moving the little pieces around. Get oh man, you guys are doing way too much with that shit. And, uh, I'm having fun. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, live in sports talk with Jake said, any casino wins, hustler. Some days you win, some days you lose. Man, it was nice. Was it a week ago? Might have been a week and a half, a week and a half ago. Uh, man, I was playing craps. And um, just on a $5 table, there's not too many of them. And I won 400 bucks in two hours. And man, if that could only happen like every time that I go. like it'd be You got to stick and move. You know what I mean? You got to stick and move. It's a real thing when you, it's the night or not. Yeah. Yeah. Because some people just go and they, they chase that same unicorn every time. You know what I mean? Especially, I mean, with any game, you're going to lose a little bit. You got to have a little bit to lose. And then what? That's, what, why, I I like mean, that's why I when, like Blackjack. Because, like, if I get in the hole quick, I'd be like, oh, we're going to double down on this one. <laughs> you know what I mean? And sometimes that can be more detrimental. But yeah. you get back there and be like, I am out. <laughs> even <laughs> yeah with craps a lot of it is slow playing it until a hot roller comes up so you may lose like 10 to 10 to 30 dollars you know mm -hmm. on a roll but it's really just a couple of those bad rolls and then the good roll comes and then man you just like man just it's all in it's all in at that point I, I like that that it's only five it's, it's five dollar table that's crazy there's only two of them in vegas like they used to have three dollar tables in downtown but uh, now they don't fuck around anymore. Like even downtown, it's all like $15 tables. Yeah. So it's either five or 10. And that's just every bet that you play, or at least most of the main bets. You got to do at least uh, five or 10 bucks. You remember? Oh, shit. I I, I, can't, I don't know what it's called now. Yeah. Lunch, break, and bake. Let's get it, sir. Bongs a lot. Yeah. 
My bad, cut you off. No, I forgot what I was saying. Um, I don't know what it's called now, the hotel, but it's connected to the Harris. You know what I mean? It's like right next to the Harris and then and then right and right in, in, in the valleys. You know the what I mean? The Casino Royale, that tiny one. It used to be Empire, like back in the days. Like it used to be fucking uh Empire was you know, it was like dragon Chinese themed, you know what I mean? But but it you might remember it from and Miss Lotta for China. Remember that that bitch in uh yeah. In Austin yeah, Bowers. she was yeah. staying in there, and he's he's outside. He's creeping through the window and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah that's that hotel. But now, I don't know what it's called now. But they got a hash of go go in there. Yeah, yeah. Do they still got that? I know that it still exists uh, for sure. Okay, because hash go hash go goes. It's real near and dear to me. Yeah, hash house ago. Hash house ago. There you go. Yeah. See, but see, here's the thing, because that's always like the stumbling in there like at eight in the morning off off a of, off of all nighter. Did you ever try to eat one of those big ass pancakes? No, but I always get the big ass burger, the breakfast burger. Okay. It's like, it's like a fucking, it's like an Angus, it's an Angus burger, but that's just forty bucks. But that shit's just greasy goodness. Yeah. <laughs> and they got like the thick ass, fire ass hash browns and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for context, like the pancakes, the reason why I asked if you ever tried to eat one of those big ass uh, pancakes, I swear it's two feet in diameter. It's fucking huge. Like just, it's, you're supposed you to like share it with want, motherfuckers. Yeah, like it's not really made for one person to to handle all their own. And the French toast, like I love the French toast. It's like this fucking thick. Like one, yeah, they're like one fucking, piece of toast is like that thick. It's a fuck. It's taller than the motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, because it's always it's like <laughs> they got the ill. I'm not really, I'm not really the, the hugest fan of uh, Bloody Marys, but over there was just fire because had these dumbass strips of, like endless bacon. Yeah, yeah. So it was like a meal, you know what I mean? So that was just the thing. I was just like every time we we're in Vegas, and this was like even, this goes all the way back to even when I was a kid eating there because that shit was always there. You know what I mean? And we were always in Vegas and shit, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> motherfuckers is gamblers and shit. Hell yeah. Catch, catch me in an arcade as a weed tyke. <laughs> <laughs> and life in sports talk with Jake said, I took another tolerance break my, <laughs> myself. 12 weeks already. Damn, 12 weeks. Mm. Congrats. You're going to get fucked up. Tolerance break, man. That's quitting, bro. <laughs> now what's crazy is it's it's to each his own, right? Like, I still get hella high. I'm pretty sure if I didn't, that first time you get high on a date, you had stupid lit. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you feel I mean, me? Where Thurgood like talks about... <laughs> Stop smoking and all that. Like, Man, that first that first day of sobriety sucked. I couldn't stop thinking about getting high. <laughs> Just all antsy and flashing on everybody at work. Yeah. So I was the mop down. I was like, you fucking do it already then. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That shit's hilarious. All right. Okay. So back to the domination league. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the league. Okay. So <clears throat> it's it's a running joke. Everyone always talks shit about the main league within the league. Yeah, it's, only it's, like only eight, it's only an eight man league. Yeah, and like even in season two, they go to Vegas and it's there's a stripper who's up there and they're talking fantasy football and but they're at the strip club and then um, they bring it up to her and she's like, "Oh, you guys playing fantasy football? What is it? PPR, IDP?" And uh, so I like that part. Just them saying IDP made it like maybe more of a fan. And they're yeah. like, it's an eight-man fantasy football league. <laughs> like, they, they, it, was, it was, like, way beyond, like, their scope of anything. Like, they're so novices when it comes yeah. to this. And Standard. 
yeah, just fucking hilarious. That just the entire show is making fun of their shitty small eight man league. And so Rafi, he's like, I got to get out of your league. He was like, I moved to a domination league. And he was like, what's there? What's that? And he was like, it's a 12 man PPR and winner gets to punch the loser in the face. Sick. Damn, like, pun intended. I left before the punchline earlier. <laughs> I had to get, I had to take that call. I was like, oh, shit, you take this. Yeah, Rafi's a crazy ass character. He always he, he calls everybody by the wrong name. Like in the first season, when he's in their league, Matt Forte is randomly at some party that they're at because they're in Chicago and they're always randomly like mixing in with bears. So Rafi has Matt Forte on his team. And what's what's the main guy's name? I can't even think. Uh Pete. He's hey Rafi, that I think that's Matt Forte over there. Don't you have him on your team? He's yeah. He's like, I do. And he was like, he's getting pretty shit faced over there. He's like, should I go kill him? He's no, but you should trade him away to me. And he's like, okay, yeah, that sounds like a better idea. Oh, Ruffy's getting got, man. <laughs> <coughs> he's getting got. Um, so he's going to trade Matt Forte somehow, but then he ends up stealing Andre, ends up stealing his car and his girl that he's with. How things work out for Rafi. <laughs> nice. So you keep Matt Forte getting all shit. We got we got to watch uh, for the silver screen breakdown. We got to watch at least season one of that. It, it's crazy because how like, many seasons is this, is this motherfucker? Six. I need to squeeze it in now before because we're in we're we're within the one hundred days, man. Yeah, it's the one hundred day mark till the kickoff. Thing, the thing that's uh the the best thing about it is it was like on like TV and it was a 30 minute episode so it's really just like each episode 20 minutes yeah. 20 something minutes so it's real quick to knock it out and it's short seasons like i think the first uh season may only be like six or eight like episodes tight yeah i remember it being on fx yeah yep it was on fx the whole time and yeah it's, Anthony probably, said the it's probably on the, it's probably on the on demand because i got that on demand that fucking it's, all that shit yeah, it's on Hulu also. Oh, yeah, I got Hulu too. Okay, word. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, the first season, all the seasons have some good stuff to it. But the uh, the first season seemed like it, it was the best when you were watching it live because it was actually like real shit in like the NFL, like they were talking about on. So it was, yeah, it, it, it was fairly current. Yeah. Yeah. Cause everything in the first one was really all based around their league. Like literally all around their league. And then the players that they had, they even went to, they, they went to a spa. Like one day and the guy, Pete, he bought it uh, like a spa day for like him and his wife, but they ended up getting divorced because of fantasy football (laughs) (laughs) pretty much. And, and so they go to a spa and one of the guys runs into Antonio Gates and he's been talking shit about him all week because he went against him and he killed him. He's like, you ravaged my fantasy football team. Like I was winning by so many points on Monday. Antonio Gates comes in and oh. Couldn't just score one touchdown, had to score two touchdowns and throw up a 30 burger on me. And uh, and then he just gets. <laughs> hey, I remember that. That was 2015. No, this show came out like. Okay, 20, never mind. 2009. No, it, and it definitely wasn't 20. Yeah, I was thinking of Ladarius Green. Never mind. <laughs> you remember Ladarius Green? Oh, yeah. Did, what, Anthony, you haven't seen the league at all? Yeah, dude, you got to check it out. It's Yeah, it, it's on Hulu. At least that's one of the places. Yeah, Sir Bongs a lot said Ruxin. Yeah, who calls him Ruspin, Antonio? I know there's someone who calls him Ruspin and never heard of it. Dude, you got to check it out. At this point, it's fuck like 12, 13 years old. But uh, yeah, ran six seasons and it was all about fantasy football. Super fun. Ruspin, maybe. No, that's not what uh, Rafi calls him. What's he call? uh, What the fuck does Rafi call Ruxin? 
We just know they're they're brolos. We know that. <coughs> You're right. It is taco that caused them respite. Bong's law said that last season was weak. Yeah, it really was. It was time for the show to go at that point. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum is his dad. <laughs> And a savage. Who was it? And who's Jeff Goldblum nail? Isn't it? Is it Ruxin's sister? Whose sister is it? That damn, she's the famous comedian. I can't even think of her name off off the bat. But yeah, who was was it? Or no, it was Andre's sister. That's who it was Andre's sister. Ruxin, he was the only one who refused to have sex with her, though, and she would just have sex with everybody else. <laughs> Yep, and Ron said probably Andres. Yep, it was. Yeah, and Sir Bongs a lot said uh, Ruxin's wife, mad hot. Yeah, he outkicked his coverage for sure, and they were talking about that forever. Talking about that forever. Dang, until she like died. She like fuck like that was so like out of the blue. That what was that like season four, maybe five, where she like died, <laughs> and like he was using it to his advantage. So I don't think I can set my fantasy football lineup, and like, everyone just kept losing. On purpose, just to make him feel good, because uh, Sophia died. Man, and Ron said, "Ha, she asked for money." <laughs> yeah, there we go. Anthony said, "I got Hulu. I need something to watch." There you go. Watch that. That'll pass some time. You got six seasons of it. And yeah, Sir Bongslot said it got weird at the end. Yeah, <clears throat> especially you change everything around for that was the first year. Wait, was it the last season that they did the auction style draft? Maybe that might have been the second to last uh, season. But those were always like my favorite episodes like of the actual season was uh, their draft episodes. Those were always cool because everybody loves a good fantasy draft. And yeah, it's real funny how they always pick uh, like the order for their the order for their draft. That was something always that kind of inspired me to do like different like stuff, at least for the live drafts. And Antonio, I, I said, I like the Lynch episode that was in the last season. Yeah, what up? Stadavelli said the league is the greatest show ever. <laughs> Uncle Buck, you got enough? You got enough endorsements now? This is how much we all love the show, but it's all because we're addicted to fantasy football. Like, that's for sure. Definitely uh, hit a lot closer to home. Being immersed in the fantasy football world myself at that point. Fantasy. Me- Give me money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that that's why the league was so fucking good. You weren't even that was like right before you started playing fantasy, I think. So that, that's yeah. probably that's probably why that's probably why it went over my head. What's funny is in 2014, one of my this is in our music league. We had a music league where like everybody in that fucked with our studio. And and, and uh, one of the homies he goes, he had never played. And I remember he goes, I started watching the league. And he's like, I think I know what to do. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, the looking back, because he only played that one year, and his team was so crazy. It was good? No, like crazy, like. Like garbage, right? Yeah, like he was just pulling. It was like real, like Homer-ish. Like he was just, yeah, it wasn't any good. So, I, you know, I'd imagine, like, you know, maybe his team went the greatest. He might have got some bad advice from the league. Because that's what he said. He was like. It was on some, it was funny because like people was trying to tell him, he's like, ah, I, I, I know what to do. I, I started watching the league. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody laughed. I didn't get it though. You know what I mean? So I do remember that distinctly though. Yeah. That so was the show, it was on 2009 to 2015. Okay. Word. <sighs> yeah. I don't know who would use the league for any kind of advice. First off. Like their draft episode, it was always like the week before, like the season kicked off. 
Like they pretty much had everything like aligned with the fantasy football season. Yeah. But even in their draft episodes, like you would see a couple players, but it's not like they like had the entire draft like listed yeah. out. I don't know. I'm, I just remember him saying that. <laughs> yeah, that's just funny though. They do give random advice like in there <laughs> to someone who may not like may know zero like about fantasy football, but yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it's funny though because it's like when you're in those type of just home leagues in general, like my home league was 12 for years and then when COVID came around, you know what I'm saying, we had to replace two, two motherfuckers that they never came back and we just kept it 10 this last year. And so we just make it like deeper benches and fucking you find ways to make it to where it's more roster spots that you have to start shit like things of those nature but they yeah. never want to get off to having the kicker in the defense yeah you know what i mean and they don't want to go to super flex in, the, in this particular one yeah. that's why i had to create that the tfl at one point you know what i mean just i had just because you know here's the thing too that they'll be willing they'll be willing to play it but they don't want to throw their money on it and I'm like that means you're not willing to play it yeah <laughs> like, like oh i'll play how much is it 200 they're like oh no yeah, like the fuck. I mean that that is why that is why I told you that's why I have a lot of cheaper leagues, like in the fifty dollars mm-hmm. range, because yeah, a lot, it, it's hard finding people that like I trust to be in a two hundred dollar league because like yeah. it's not just about having the money. That's one piece, but you got to be a certain level of competitor too, because one person, yeah, man, the manager can fuck some shit up. Yeah, what was it? I forget what league I was in last year, but there was an angry cutter, right? This yeah. motherfucker losing a hella mad and cutting people he shouldn't cut. Like, what the fucker? Like, fucking up, just sending ripples throughout the league. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you then, know, like, I, I, I wonder like, why people never create their own can't cut list. Because I get the angry cut thing, but also coming up on people who angry cut people. Yeah, me too. But see, I was really hot because I was getting, like, those motherfuckers were picking up. Like, I remember he had Cordell Patterson. This is early on in the year. Dude had Cordell Patterson. He blows up. Then out of nowhere, he just cuts him for something else on the waiver wire. You know what I mean? Then the motherfucker that picks him up, he he plays me with him. And it fucks me up. And I, I, was, I was hot about that shit. I'm like, this motherfucker affected me. You know what I mean? Anthony said, I can't believe fantasy has been around that long. I've been uh, barely getting into it, and I love it. So I've been playing uh, since 2006. Stadavelli said, fantasy's been around since the 80s. You're wrong, bro. Fantasy, like football, 60s. fantasy football was invented in 1962 by the Raiders' front office. Yeah. So Stadavelli's a Raider fan, so you should be taking that all the way to the bank. With yeah. That, 1962, and it's because the Raiders team was so garbage. Like they, they admit this, the Raiders team was so garbage at the time. They wanted something that was fun, that involved like they wanted to be able to pick whoever the fuck they wanted to pick, mm-hmm. and like have a game around that. Yeah, and it was only touchdowns at the time. Only touchdowns. That's it. Nothing else counted for shit. <laughs> yeah, you got to score a touchdown. That's crazy because you know most. Boom. QB from the Bay, bro. Fantasy came from the Bay. Everybody better respect. <laughs> yeah, and so QBs were the most important in that <sighs> touchdown only. QBs mm-hmm. were the most touchdowns out of everybody. So that's when like fantasy football like kind of mimicked like real life almost as much as like possible. Because like right that's... now, there's not too many leagues where quarterbacks are the most important uh, position in the leagues. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm, I love being in these hustle leagues because it's like the quarterback is a big dog the biggest and, yeah you know and i like this should be because I mean, oh, hey you on the clock too man oh shit is it is that <laughs> yeah where, where are we going here let's let's do this uh, I wanna, uh, <laughs> let's pull this up here we gotta keep this thing rolling
totally <laughs> forgot about this. All right. No, it's all good. I just thought I just I, I didn't though. I'm I'm upset. I'm obsessed. I'm on it like a hawk. So and I'm like, so I want to get it rolling so it can come back to me. Yeah. Oh, you son of a bitch. You took Holland right yeah. in front of me. You fuck. <laughs> I told you I was gonna get him. I know you bastard. I forgot that you said I mean, that. I was actually debating on trying to trade up with someone to try to get it. You know, when I was like, I was thinking about going Roquan here, and then you got it. I was like, ah, I was like, touche, because I would have done the same thing. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I, there was any dibs on him. Just it was just amazing that Roquan was still there. You know what I mean? And only, and I was like, I know Hustle sees that, and I'm not the only one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and then but I to see, she made me I, know, I thought you were, I thought you were about to take Roquan when you brought him up, and <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I was already eyeing him after. Where team. did I go there? Did I go Jameis? Oh yeah, yeah, you traded up. That's what happened. You traded up, and or no, not that you traded up. I forget something happened, but you had a, a higher a eighth pick than me, and that's where you did go, Jameson. Okay, yeah, that's and then I, I went, and then I went Roquan, and then I went around um, to Matt Ryan. And uh, yeah. that's someone else that we got to talk about. And uh, Anthony said, why? Is because they couldn't win at real football? Yeah, it really was. Like, they were like hot garbage at that point. And um, yeah, they were ass. behind it. <laughs> so did you guys hear this quote uh, <laughs> that Michael Pittman said, Matt Ryan can put it wherever he wants? <laughs> Obviously, he's talking about put the ball wherever he, he wants. wants. He's, he's going to put it in his pit. <laughs> his little man pit. <laughs> oh man, like you gotta just choose your words a little bit more carefully. Like that's <laughs> I mean Every, everything could be what's funny is I'd be trying to find ways to say shit like that on purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And but but it is funny though, because somebody will chop that up, take you out of context, you become a meme real quick, real fast. All right, fine. You can have Holland, but uh, I'm gonna take Xavier McKinney. I like it. I'm not mad at that. Yep. What was it? Same class, right? Oh, no. Holland's a sophomore no, now. Yeah. Yes. Uh, McKinney's in his third year. Yeah. He had, solid, he had a solid second year. He got hurt in his first year. Yeah. I was about to say, I was like, I know something happened to him where it's, this is like basically his sophomore year last year. Yeah. And they got rid of Jabril Peppers. And he was, not that he was like taking any work away from him, but they play the same position. So yeah. it just made things uh, yeah. a little awkward and at times. Did they give to on here the Xavier McKinney? Nope. Okay. Nope. Just the LB. It's it's it a drop off at DBs. Would you agree? You said the drop off in the DBs. Yeah, like from the top fucking whatever, and then to his next tier, and then after that, it's just everybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. There's there's maybe I'd say maybe like 10, 10 more guys who are in this next tier, maybe close to that, and then mm -hmm. uh, there's gonna be I mean, a huge huge drop. And yeah, the top tier guys, I mean, they've been gone for a while. Really, only throw up, fuck maybe four guys in that top top T tier. TD's defense so nasty. But I am not afraid of his offense. No, and let's um, let me throw this up on the screen so everyone can uh, can see what we're talking about here. Yeah, one hundred day uh, countdown. Yeah, look at this shit. So we're knee deep in a dynasty draft right now. And what up, Stu? Stu in the building said good what morning. Still stacking bricks. Dom's charger was nice. Thanks, brother. Yeah, gotta gotta start doing some an outlet. Get rid of some stress. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen it, go uh, go check out the Stacking Bricks uh, YouTube uh, channel. If you go to just um, the Hustler channel here, there's a link uh, to the Stacking Bricks. But uh, yeah, I built up Dom's Charger from the Fast and the Furious. Yeah, that shit was tight. 
Yeah, and I didn't know that that Peacock, his son's a fan. That's fucking, it's pretty awesome. All right, let's look at TD's team here because TD went very different than we've really ever seen him draft. So snatches off Najee Harris. This is a dude who always preaches zero RB. Switched it up here, went Cooper Cup, then went Swift, and then Tyree Kill. So he has four offensive players. None that's, are, and that's nasty. I will say that is nasty right there. But look at the, but look, okay, just look at the other four, uh, like the four rounds from like everybody. All these red ones right here are all QBs. That's how important that the QBs are. Mm -hmm. There's more QBs drafted in the top four rounds than any of than every other position combined. That's how crazy it is. And he just pushed it off. And then he goes with defense right off the bat, which I like it. Defense does win championships. And uh, Michael Parsons, Darius Leonard, TJ Watt, and Derwin James. So it goes back to back. Four offense and then four defense. Davis Mills and Daniel Jones, though. Danny Pesos, Danny Dong. It's a good thing he got them, those guys. Yeah. He was there. I was trolling him the whole time. Damn, what you got? I was like, damn, you're not again. No QB again. Hey, to his credit, he got two starting quarterbacks. Well, if you look about it, look at look at Sticks and um, who else was it? And 49er, they, they did that same thing too, where they waited a while, but then they managed to secure three each. You know what I mean? Somehow, yes. some form of fashion, they got three. And look at Bogard's team over here. I'll, I'll, we'll show TDs and then Bogard's, and then we'll show mine. Uh, man, started off with Burrow and Lanth, and me and Bogard are right next to each other. So I knew I wasn't going to get Burrow there. But it uh, goes Burrow and Lance, and then you got Brees Hall, Antonio <laughs> Brown. <laughs> Not kidding. That's, that's AJ Brown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cam Makers, AJ Dillon, Chris Olave, Big Mike Williams. You got your Jameis Winston and Sky Moore. Yeah. Um, Isaiah Simmons and Cortland Sutton, Gabe Davis, Logan Wilson, Damian Pierce, uh, Nick Bolton, and then Javon Holland. How are you feeling about this squad? It's it's in a culmination of all these other drafts I've done and like and like players that I really am zeroing in on. And it's because also the age and stuff too. Yeah. Like I'm still playing, I still can't get away from. You know that I don't normally have AJ Brown, but this is literally the only share I've had out of you know 11 dynasties, uh, dynasty leagues or 10 dynasty leagues. You know, what I'm saying this is yeah. the one share of him that I have, but it was like it was the fourth round. That's just crazy, you know what I mean? I was like, I, I have to do this, you know what I mean? And then I felt really good about it because it's like if he third round, yeah, still, where was that in the third three, three nine, yeah. Okay, that, yeah, in my version is basically a fourth round. Pretty much. And if you look at like, uh, so this is the first dynasty where we had the veterans and the rookies. And all the rookies. Now that we had the NFL draft that passed. All these drafts that we did uh, before this, we were drafting draft picks within here. And I think the first draft pick drafted in every single league was higher than the 3-9. Yeah, and that's where I got Brees Hall. Yeah, so, I mean, good value compared yeah. to other leagues. And that's a, that's the goes to show you that people will buy mystery. They, they he, he wasn't even on the team yet. You know what I mean? And they're drafting him up high. And, and, and I'll be real with you, it's probably the fact that he's on the Jets that makes people think twice a little bit. And he's somebody starting the fact that he right. fell to 39. It's probably because a bunch of people was like, nah, I'm going to go here. Because before the draft, everybody that I talked to, like, oh, yeah, Brees Hall's going in the first round. And you know me, 
Like I was on record saying that ain't no running back going to go in the first. Yeah. Week. And it didn't happen because that, that's the NFL. Like you got to be extra special to go like in the top half of the first round. And that's really the only running back I'll put my chips on for a redraft league. I mean, we're talking dynasty here, but yeah. What up, Guru? Spencer in the building. What up, Guru? And then let's see my team here because I haven't really looked at it in a while. And yeah, I, I made one trade and set myself up very nicely here. So I got uh, with my first pick, I went Stafford and then I went Adams and then I went Rogers. So starting off with some vets, but uh, I like where they dropped to me. And then went with some yeah. youth, went uh, Waddle, got King Henry in there who dropped to the fourth, got Barkley and Jacobs also. Uh, and Barkley's only 25 too. Yeah. Like just turned 25. But there's a reason why he fell to the 5-4. <laughs> That's for sure. So it still makes me nervous. Like I like who I got, but I'm definitely nervous. But I feel good about their – they drafted one of the best linemen. Uh, they, they drafted a, a top-tier lineman. And then let's not act like Andrew Thomas – wasn't a first rounder either. And so they're ta- they're gonna be set up nice at their tackles. That's just that's gonna help the run game as well. You know what I mean? And hopefully this after coming a year off of all that shit, finally, maybe now he can get back to what yeah. he was in his rookie year. I'm trying to remember. Hey Spencer, throw it in the chat. Who who's the one that the Giants got? Yeah, the tackle. The other guy was the, the, the Iggy guy went to it was the dude from Alabama that they got, right? Yeah. They're gonna be it's gonna be interesting, like for fantasy. I bet you Danny, I, I bet you Danny Dumbass was like, if you really want to wait on a, like a, a, a second QB, I guess to, you could run the, the, you could run that in the super deeper uh, super flex league 14 team. That's where, you know, someone's going to have him. Not, not die though. Evan <laughs> Neal. There we go. Evan Neal. That's his name. Evan Neal. There it is. Good luck. Yep. Who a lot of people said uh, may be the best. Uh, in the draft. Yeah. Him and like, I've heard I mean, that. It was going back and forth between him and Iggy. No one really knew who was going to go for who. Yeah. Even in the beginning of the draft season, people were saying, like, he, he could arguably be the best player in this draft. Like, they're like, the Jags need to get him. Blah, 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 blah. The bank, he's the you know, then everything else happens after. <laughs> it's funny yeah. when you look back, all this, the little short waves of who was in the conversation. Yeah. And there we go. Antonio said it right there. He was projected one, one for a little, yeah, it was exactly. Uh, it was when the Jags didn't, what? was it picking up his offer or resign? Pick it, it up. His it fifth was, it was Cam. Ro- so it was Cam Robinson. Was they it, they, franch- they picked up his fifth year or did they, they franchise tagged him first. That's what it and was. Then, yeah. So he couldn't go nowhere. Right? And then, um, then they gave him the bag. Then they gave him the bag. But see what, cause, cause they had to wait. And cause they were trying to get, what's his name? The sheriff. Yeah, Brandon Sheriff from, yeah. from 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 Washington, so they they bring him, they give him a bag. Yeah, you know I mean, and then they're like, "All right, look, this is what we got for you. We, you know, what I mean, we'll extend you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yep. Let's hope that he he helps out Barkley. I need that. And then I got Jacobs, who they didn't pick up his fifth year option, but shit, he should be a running fool like this year. And he's someone he was drafted number fifteen overall in the NFL draft when he was drafted, just like Barkley, drafted number what number two. Overall, guys who have yeah. that draft capital, you're gonna find another team to start on, even if he doesn't start on the Raiders next year, even if he gets they just let him go or whatever. And uh, so I got oh yep, yeah. got Waller also got him hella late, which I'm not really the the biggest fan of Waller, but shit, when I can get him at the seven twelve, you got all the Raiders, but you got him shit, but it's it's all the guys to have on that team. You know what I mean? Yeah, and got him at I mean. 
Adams at the 212. That's good value. I'm sure he, he's gone in the third round. Hey, he was mad when Spencer got a rent He's like, oh, I was about to have all of them. <laughs> nah, nah. I even told you. I even told you. No way I'm jumping up for rent. <laughs> I think I texted you. I was like, you better get Hunter Renfro. <laughs> get all of them. And uh, But then I ended up getting Trey Burks. So I ended up getting him as the fourth rookie uh, wide receiver off the board. So I was happy about that. And then I got Roquan Smith. So locked in top linebackers. Shit, he's only 25. Still mm-hmm. got Matt Ryan as my third QB. So I wanted three veteran QBs, but three guys who aren't really going anywhere for a few years. I'm pretty solid at the QB. And then we'll have to get some, some later round QBs and some rookie QBs in the future. Allen Robinson. So stoked on oh, that. 10th round. 10th uh, round. <laughs> I wanted a piece of like, even though I have the cam Akers, like I wanted a piece of that passing attack for really like, Oh, yeah. just, the Rams just produce fantasy guys. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And, uh, oh, thanks for reminding me, Mike. Uh, yeah, we're doing a mock today. We're starting at uh, we're starting at 2 p.m. Uh, West Coast time, 5 uh, p.m. East Coast time. So I'm throwing the link in the chat. This one's going to be a little bit of a longer one because uh, we're doing – this is going to be the final, like, startup dynasty draft that we're doing and then done with – pretty much done with, like – Startup dynasty like mocks because we are 100 days away. The countdown begins. We're three draft season. Yeah, this is literally like we got 101 days left. That's why we're doing this mock draft today, and then literally starting tomorrow, it's there's gonna be some dynasty content coming out. But we're in redraft mode. Yeah, hell yeah, I like it. So I, I put the link in the comments. Anyone who wants to join, make sure you join. But do not join if you can't make it. It starts at 2 p.m. West Coast time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Today. Chewy23, what up? He said, thoughts about this strategy? As we only have one starting running back, but allowed to with a flex. Two wide receiver, one running back, two wide receiver. It's a five-man keeper league, and we restart this year with our five-man keepers, and uh, every five years we refresh. In a five-man keeper league, I would say there's probably almost no strategy that wouldn't work. You just have to hit on your picks because, yeah, we're, we're talking about in the third round, you're only going to be 15 picks in. So Is, this, is this PPR? Because then, like, I'd probably put an emphasis on some of these receivers. The receivers are more prolific. And, but also, and, and, and I have a four a four man keeper league where I keep four man, but I keep four players, and I always keep two receivers and two running backs. Or if I have all these big dog running, like right now, I'm, I'm this year I'm probably gonna have. He said uh, it's not. He said it's not PPR. Okay, then I probably try to keep the running backs. If you only have to start one running back, like that's the thing. Do you really need that is true? Like, do you really need more than three on your total roster? And unless you have crazy deep ass benches to where you're not going to be able to just work the waiver wire like that, but I'd put way more of an emphasis on wide receivers just because unless you're getting those top couple guys at running back, like you might as well wait anyways. That's a good point. Yeah, if you only have to start one, because that's what we're talking about. You only have to start. Oh, one. yeah. Okay, that, that's the point. Yeah, because yeah. you know what? And the receivers, they last longer. Like, running backs are like, they're meant to, like, you, you get them and move them on. You know what yeah. I mean? And I don't get think them. this is the dynasty draft. He said keeper, but you're still keeping, like, per se- five guys per year. <laughs> and okay. maybe even that. We said every five years we start fresh. So I don't know if this is, like, the five years where you're, like, 
starting fresh and like brand new. Yeah. But I'd be going, I'd be keeping one or two of the running backs that you have right now and then keeping three wide receivers or a tight end. Maybe if it's only one QB, like you probably don't even need to keep a QB. Mm -hmm. Unless you have one of the top guys, unless you got one of the top four or five guys, you're going to keep one of them. But it's funny too, because in my 10 man, in my, my 10, this is the new year. Okay. This is the new year. Okay. Yeah, I'd be going. I'd be going wide receiver, and then yeah, wait until the third or fourth round for a running back because you only have to start one. That's it. If you didn't have to start more, I'd say put I, more of an emphasis. I, I, PPR. And I definitely would make a drop off. Like tell myself where okay, I'm comfortable with this range of running backs. So then, right. once once you get there, you might get it at a value. Oh shit, I'm in the fourth round. I'm, I'll take David Montgomery, or I'll take you guys. Just I figure did. out who you're comfortable with if you're if you are going to play that strategy because then. Having all the big dog receivers, I'm saying, like I, I would imagine, you know, what I'm saying, if I could start off in a draft with Jamar Chase and or Je- Justin Jefferson, yeah, you know what I mean, and then Diggs in the second round, you know, what I'm saying, but if you have a high, if you have a high first round, maybe you go Cooper Adams maybe in the second because I've seen him fall to the second. It depends on where you're drafting because if I'm drafting early in a league like this, I'm probably going Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. If I got a late first, shit, maybe, yeah, maybe you do get Chase or Jefferson right there and you go like back-to-back wide receivers and then you don't have a pick for a little while for your third yeah. round pick. But if you're picking early, then you do have an early third round pick. So then you will be able to get a good running back right there pretty easily with that early third. Yeah, shit. Yeah, there's um ton of value in that that, that third round. There, there, big drop-off at one point, though. That's what I'm saying. You got to figure out what range – you're willing to drop down you know yeah I mean? and it does it all depends on where you're drafting and like a man have, a man. That range, have that range in mind because if a couple people are going off and you got to make a choice do i got to yeah. get a running back right here because the drop off is coming or get another wide receiver yeah maybe you get the running back to avoid the cliff of running backs yeah or saying if you, there is some instances where i'll be like all right fucking we're doing this i'm just gonna get some fucking cheap ppr back but that's why i asked him those ppr because he if, if it is the one running back I, I would love to have a load carrier somehow you know what i mean if you wait david montgomery is one of those guys even zeke like i'm actually i want I'm, I'm curious to see what where zeke starts going in redraft you know what i mean yeah because we've been doing a lot of dynasty drafts and obviously mm-hmm. him being longer in the tooth a lot of mileage but now we just need motherfuckers for one year bangers now you yeah know what i mean i still feel okay most we, I just got to put my mind in one QB, um, like a mindset as far as like mm-hmm. ADP goes and where someone's going to get drafted. I feel yeah. like Zeke is still an end of the second, like maybe even mid-second guy if we're talking to one QB league. Because saying two, three turnaround type shit could be real. Yeah, getting them real early in the third round. Yeah. I say somewhere between mid-second and mid-third, he's going to get cracked off more often than not. Yeah. Superflex league, I'm probably gonna like his value because Superflex league, he may be going in the fourth, maybe mm-hmm. even if it's a crazy like QB heavy league. Yeah, it happens. Shit, he, I just don't want to end up with too much Zeke. So that's one thing. Like I mean, no. the other value, like I'd rather have more Saquon this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I'm not going. He- I'm not going heavy on Zeke like at all. I think I have him in. One because well, these are the best, they're going to be the values, is, is what I'm saying. I'd rather right. go other directions, especially when it comes to Zeke. But if I say Quan's probably like that third round, like if you go heavy 
if he can get him like a Saquon too, like you, you'll feel good about that. Just that's your one running back. <laughs> Even DeAndre Swift, if, if you wanted to get someone like in the, well, where, where is he usually go like middle, mid second round? You know what I mean? How about let, let, let's round. do this? Let, let's play a name game. Let's play a name game. Zeke or AJ Dillon. I'll take Dillon. <laughs> there we go. All right. Zeke or Kareem Hunt. I'll take I, – I'll probably take Zeke there. Okay. Zeke or Clyde? I'll take Clyde because I'm, I'm a savage. Yeah, at least you have the why. Yeah, and everyone else, feel free to throw your thoughts in because I'm just picking random names here. Um, like, guys, because also it's like I'd rather wait. I could wait on Clyde and get Clyde hella later. You know what I mean? Zeke still, like you say, is probably going to be on the two, three turnaround type shit in, in most traditional single QB leagues. He might even go higher in, I don't think Clyde's going that much later, though. Like on the four or five turnaround, he, he's the back of the back of the first set. Okay, all right, we'll take that. Zeke or Zeke or Damian Harris. I'd probably take Zeke there. Okay, I mean, I would take Zeke there. Okay, yeah. There's one. Mike said uh, Zeke. I'd rather, or- I'd rather have Stevenson too. That's why, like, I'm not bad guy. I'll just wait late and get Stevenson and just take a shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, like uh, Harris will go down because he, he's not the he's not the bill of health. Right. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Yeah. Zeke or or Dobbins, Mike said. I'll take Dobbins. Dobbins, rather... Dobbins going later. I would, you know, what I'm saying in in, in, in most scenarios because he's just coming off the ACL. But I'm I'm okay with that. It's full calendar year. You know I know bet. Do- I know we've been doing a lot of dynasty, but I bet Dobbins still goes earlier than Zeke. How about Zeke or Travis Etienne? And don't forget, everyone, we're talking redraft. We're not talking dynasty. Yeah, I take Etienne. He yeah. he definitely goes later. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Et, I mean that offensive line, and like now with Doug Peterson, like they it should be a leaning on the run, and, and let's not pretend like they can't rekindle this, this chemistry they had playing in college. So I'm excited for that. I take Etienne. I'm yeah. reckless. Yeah. Zeke or Elijah Mitchell? I'll take Elijah Mitchell, bro, because when you really look at it, when he was healthy, he's getting 20 touches, bro. You know what I mean? I know that's crazy, but I'm that, that hey, I, I, I'd rather have Eli. And, and Guru, we're talking redraft, but he said Zeke and thumbs down. He says all downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear it in his voice, too. Hey, Ron said, yeah, Dobbins is going at the end of the second in redraft. Zeke, uh, third, typically what I've seen. Mm. They said, ha. Yeah, I'd rather have Dobbins. Yeah. He's, he's, you know, that's going to be a focal point of that offense, you know what I mean? Where, whereas, like, Zeke could – I won't be surprised if, if, if Zeke starts losing early down work to Tony Pasta. And Zeke becomes like a third down guy because he's just pass prone like a motherfucker. And he can catch the ball pretty good too. And that would extend his career. But then he would still get, I, I would imagine Zeke's still the guy in the short yardage and, and in goal line situations just because he's just guys, he, he, that's always been him. You know what I mean? We would hope so. But we saw Tony Pasta take a little bit of that role last year. And maybe that's because mm-hmm. Zeke was hurt. We don't really know. Yeah. But they were also there when they were both healthy. There, there was times where they're both on the field at the same time too. So it's yeah. But we but saw they, it a few times where the roles were reversed, mm-hmm. where he's got him all the way down, and then mm-hmm. like Pollard punched it in. That Thanksgiving game against the, against the Raiders. Yeah, 
And then we, but then we did see it go back to form where it was like Tony Pollard working between the twenties and then uh, Zeke coming in the green zone and getting the touchdown. And that's just really fucking annoying. I'd rather just not have any of that. I'm like, not true. He said, we did not see, we did not. Tony only scored from outside the 20. Not true. He, uh, he definitely scored at least one from like on the goal line. And here's what Bogart said. It was that Thanksgiving game. Huh? Zeke or Walker. I was actually thinking about this, but I just feel like a lot of people are going to be going Zeke here, but I'd rather wait for Walker. Uh, yeah, I'm there. reckless. I'm reckless. I, I like the shiny new toy. And and like he, Pete Carroll, I'm not scared. No Rashad Penny, none of that. Pete Carroll, he's crazy. All he want to do is run the ball. So it's like a volume guy. If, if he could be like my, if somehow I can get Ken Walker to be like my third running back, then I'm feeling really comfortable. You know what I mean? But I guess I'm okay with him being like an RB2 also, but. If I could have him as a third, like going like robust RB, you feel me? And he's your third somehow. Ron, you can't call us out like we're wrong and then say at one time he was tired. Because <laughs> that's what we're talking about. What Whatever the context was behind it. Yeah. <laughs> and he said that's not a role reversal. Bro, we saw it multiple times where yeah. Pollard, um, where... Right. Ron knows all NFC East things. <laughs> I know. It's all the NFC least anyways. Like, we're probably spending way too much time even talking <laughs> about bum-ass Zeke anyways. <laughs> yeah, fuck Zeke. T- and then Tony Pollard just he's too expensive just to have people pay up for him. It's crazy. Yeah, because he's not getting drafted like a handcuff anymore. Like, shit, he's getting drafted like... He's getting drafted. James Conner was drafted last year. But I guess for the, uh, the average... I'd rather have public- James Conner over Zeke. Oh, for sure. It's crazy though, because when we're, I'm not even talking about just like the general public, like at this point, like I'm talking fantasy analysts too. There were so many people who were like, James Conner is not going to be the main back over there. It's going to be Chase Edmonds and all that. And I don't get it. Like these motherfuckers not watch football. And we like, okay, here's the thing. They're like, they they go, they follow the narrative of, okay, they traded away Kenyon Drake or they let Kenyon Drake go. And then, so now it's Chase Edmonds' time. But then when they bring in Connors, no, 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 Chase Edmonds is doing Chase Edmonds' things. You know what I mean? Like, he's hoping to get, like, 12 touches in a game. You know what I mean? Because first off, wasn't, like, it was, like, Chase Chase Edmonds, and then they got rid of, like, David Johnson. And then, like, bring over AP. And then I think they release him or trade him or whatever. And then they trade for Kenyon Drake and bring Kenyon Drake over, like – how does people not realize that Edmonds is never going to be like the main no, guy? They don't like him. <laughs> but he's he's not a typical he's a scat back. running back. He's a scat back. That's why, like, he, he you're hoping he gets 12 touches in the game. I just don't ever draft those guys. Like, yeah. J.D. McKissick is different. J.D. McKissick has a role, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, in that offense where it's like, okay, he's, he's a standalone guy. Because even if anything happened to Connor, it's not like, all of, all of a sudden, Edmonds is going to get, like, 20 touches. They're going to have other guys in there, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I so mean, they brought in – that's why they brought in Daryl Williams. Double, double and like, barrel Daryl. Double barrel Daryl. He could be back. If there, if anything happens to James Conner, it's going to be double barrel. Everyone's going to be like, ah, it's Chase Edmonds time. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Chase Edmonds season. Shut the fuck up. Because, you yeah, know, James Conner, dude, that's the thing, too. It's like he will get hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, now Chase Edmonds is over there in Miami. and like. 
we're still having the same narrative. Like, oh, Chase Edmonds is going to be like the number That's one. That's what like, I'm saying. Else do they get over there? It's Chase Edmonds season. Just shut the fuck up. They brought him over. Hey. Yeah. Here's the thing. They got hella. Run- they got hella running backs over there. Yeah. He's going to put everybody through the ringer, but he knows he got his scat back. You know what I mean? Because they're paying Chase Edmonds. You know what I mean? Yeah. He has Raheem. He got Sony. He got and Sony probably be the lead. You know what I mean? Then they got hella people on their practice squad too. They got this interesting ass rookie. And you didn't even fucking mention Miles Gaskin. Put yeah, Miles Gaskin. His motherfucking name. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch Carol Gaskin. <laughs> yeah, we need him to do something. He he just can't go like he can't fizzle away. But hopefully it's whoever. They- now they need to the trade him. They need to. They need to trade him. It'll be like Kenyon Drake when Kenyon Drake finally got away from Miami, and then he started doing stuff. He's, a, tw- away. He's a twenty-five-year-old back. So like, I mean, no, with not a lot of mileage. Though. He doesn't have a lot of mileage. So like, he's just depth. He, he'll probably be on as depth for sure. And then I think what they're gonna. It's the uh, Mike McDaniel's. When he was with when he was with Shanahan, they called him like the run coordinator. That's what like yeah. he. Yeah. So just. I know he's trying to figure out which running backs he's going to fuck with, and then they're going to eat. That scheme's going to work. It works. It's foolproof. Yeah, Antonio said they got five or six. I don't want any part of the Dolphins. Yeah. It's pretty much, it's going to be like a lottery. I think he's trying on Sony, like late. Yeah. And then Edmonds is the highest running back going off the Dolphins. So I don't think I'm going to have Edmonds like anywhere because everyone really thinks he's going to be some workhorse. Yeah. Incorrect. (laughs) Yeah. Hold on. Where is it? Not happening. It's not happening. Yeah, Sony has more of a shot of being the the lead back of yeah. their falling I mean, into the end zone. They're four headed. They're four headed monster. That's what it's gonna be. They're yeah. fucking four headed monster. And yeah, you're gonna have Raheem. He, he's gonna be gashing. You know what I mean? He's just one of those guys. You, you hit him with a little fucking. You hit him with a little fucking. Because uh, everyone's uh, a veteran at this point, like you said. Shit, Gaskin might be the youngest running back yeah. out of everybody at twenty five. Is, is Chase Edmonds not? He not younger than him. Let me see. I think they might have came in the I, game at the same year. I swear, Chase Edmonds also twenty five. No, he's twenty six. Oh shit, he's yeah, older. I knew I was right. Yeah, he's got- Tony. Tony's like twenty six. Also, he might even be turned twenty seven this year. And what's Raheem? He's he about to be thirty. He's like twenty nine or thirty. Yeah. Uh oh, we Ooh. got picks. We got picks of flying. Yeah, who 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 got off? Ronald Jones went after uh, McKinney, and then Justin Simmons just went off to Mister Peacock. I like that. It's good safety right there. <laughs> just a little longer in the tooth. That was something yeah. I was looking at. And he's a free safety. I don't like jumping too much for the free safeties. Yeah, because they don't get too many tackles. And uh, Ronald said, "So you're making a statement like it's a fact with certainty there, Bogey." Are you talking about how the run, how the Shanahan run game like always works? I'm pretty sure that every yes. Shanahan run game always works a little. Yeah, bit. I, I nowhere in that statement. See, nowhere I'm incorrect in my statement. I would have been incorrect if I said that like, in fantasy, like who bet on them? Because that's another thing you don't know. That's why even earlier I'd rather, I said I was reckless. I'd rather have Elijah Mitchell than Zeke because at least I'd rather have a running back in that offense. Yeah. Could Shanahan switch it up and it's another running back all of a sudden or, or, or any of these guys? That's why in, in Mike McDaniels, uh, in, in his case, he got six running backs. He's got to figure out which four is he going to be riding with. You know what I mean? Like It's really it's like the football strainer is what I think. Like all these guys are getting thrown into a strainer. And who's the ones that are going to stick? Because there's going to be a couple who don't. There may be even a couple that don't even make the roster. Motherfuckers got to pick up that playbook. It's yeah. like, you know what I mean? And that's another thing, too, is, like, 
He's Sir Bong's a lot. Let's get it, bro. Yeah. Yeah, you got to pick up the playbook. And what would you say? Because I know Bill Belichick, he's got one of the craziest, most extensive like playbooks out there that is tough for people to pick up. Shanahan, do you think a little bit easier? It's all veteran running backs, not like these are rookies or anything. Do you remember? Do you remember real quick story? Do you remember when it was the soup, the two weeks before the Atlanta Super Bowl? And then it was reported that Shanahan, someone had stole his playbook. Like he had a bag, but he had you know, his playbooks in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And if so, so if that, he never got, supposedly never got it back. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were playing New England that week, but it was so like, this, you know, so was this like the water boy? Someone remember how in the water boy, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stiles Stiles playbook. playbook from the other coach. It was like Shanahan just gets one nothing. He just whipped up a whole other thing. You know what I mean? I would assume a guy like Shanahan, you got to have a backup copy. Like, I mean, I, I, yeah, I would imagine. He supposedly he always carried this bag with him, and then just somebody snatched his bag at one of them press joints. You know what I mean? Because, you know, that was this is pre COVID. So it's like that Bill Belichick. Was behind yeah. that. He did snatch a real easy. Oh, a bag snatch? Oh, that's easy. I got a guy. I got a guy. <laughs> that, that's easy. He what? He carries it in the bag? Oh, yeah. And you know what it probably was like? <laughs> it was probably like in Dumb and Dumber, where like the bag gets put down real quick and then Lloyd Christmas comes and does a crazy like slide yep. like, all the way across the airport. <laughs> Move it or lose it, sister, lady with a baby. Oh, shit. Fucking Belichick. And uh, Mike said, uh, Matt Breida season, he's only 25 um, years old, uh, behind injury prone Barkley. Or do you think Booker will be there uh, to take touches? I don't even I mean, think Booker plays on the Giants anymore, does he? Let me check that depth. Let me check the depth. I think, he's, I think yeah, he's not signed with the Giants no more. And, yep, and, yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's not on their depth chart. Yeah, it's, it's I, I would say with, when it comes to Breida, like it's, Breida has, he's a different type of running back, though. That's the thing. Yeah. Breida, Breida's not a. Breeders a, a a one. He's a former Niner too. He's yeah. one of those just one cut and he's gone. He's a speedster, get him an open space type of motherfucker. You know what I mean? So he's a legit handcuff. But if I have Barkley and redraft, I'm not gonna fucking take Matt Breida. Like the only time I'm gonna need him is if Barkley really gets hurt. And if Barkley gets hurt, we saw what Booker did. He had a couple games where he was like flex worthy, but nothing crazy. Yeah, I just, it's really, it's really just, if you want to take, that's one of those guys you take a fly, you can probably be able to pick up Breida off the waiver even, if, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm not drafting Breida. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, we'll smoke one more bowl, and then we're going to get up yeah. out of here. Yeah, I got to get up out of here in a, cool minute, in, 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 in a minute also. Yeah, and we got that. So we're going to do the uh, the Dynasty Startup Mock in a few hours here, or well, a handful of hours. And then uh, we got FNT tomorrow. We're doing Playmakers tomorrow night. Okay. Yeah. There we go. I just got to make sure. I'm, there's been hella shit popping for the, the kids' schools on these Wednesdays. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, because Thursday, I definitely can't do it Thursday. That's my daughter's birthday. <laughs> yeah, because I want to do it like, I want to do it some Shakespeare shit. The, 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 to curve or not to curve. Yeah, and that's kind of why I started doing the name game with Zeke. Yeah, that's a cool little exercise. What we're going to be doing on the Playmakers a little bit different. But yeah, in full redraft mode, we're to curve or not to curve. And it's really just guys who you would pick. If you're on the clock, you got a choice of two guys. Which one are you taking? All right. I think we are fully waked and baked. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yes. Mission accomplished. Mm -hmm. uh. time, time to hit the day. Yeah. We're out. We'll see you in a few hours for the mock. Peace. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you show me the money.
Okay, let's go smoke that joint.